Inside the Crew, the only radio show dedicated to all things Columbus Crew and the beautiful game. Sponsored by Coda, a trusted mobility sponsor of the Columbus Crew. Here's your host, Chris Doran. Welcome to Inside the Crew. A week off, we're refreshed and now looking forward to Hell is Real and Heck is Plausible. Though not in that order, as we've got Crew 2 and FC Cincinnati 2 battling it out on Saturday night at Historic Crew Stadium. The Hell is Real battle with the first teams, FC Cincinnati, paying a visit to the Columbus Crew on Sunday night. That game at 7.39, uh, pregame show, 7 o'clock here on 97.1 The Fan. And uh, sold out show at Lower.com Field. Both games covered. We'll talk to first team goalkeeper Patrick Schulte, who of course was with Crew 2 last year as the uh, MLS Best 11 goalkeeper. And we'll talk to Eric Neuenschwander, who's a part of the Copybara support group for Crew 2. We'll talk about the game as well as the pig roast and details on how you can be a part of that. Andrew Wiebe is a part of the MLS Season Pass broadcast team on Apple TV. He joins us momentarily, as well as Andre Zamet, who's the VP of Sportsbook at Tipico. We'll talk sports gambling and the onslaught of soccer in North America over the next several years and how it's impacting the uh, the sports betting world in particular, Tipico and their longtime relationship with the Black and Gold. That's all on the way, brought to you by Tipico Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the Black and Gold, and by Ohio Cat, the official construction equipment provider of the Columbus crew. On the phone, uh, goalkeeper Patrick Schulte joins us. Patrick, thanks so much for being a part of the show. I have to imagine after uh, getting out of League's Cup, you had a few days off. Um, did you did you have time to get away from the training pitch and, and maybe uh, enjoy some free time? Yeah, we had four days off. Um kind of right after the Minnesota game, um, came back in for a couple of days and then had, uh, I think, a day and a half off after that to sure. kind of regroup and get ready for, you know, a full work week uh, leading up to Sunday. Obviously not the kind of time off that you guys were counting on. What what does Patrick Schulte do when he's got a few days away from the training pitch on a uh, the middle of the week? Golf. Really? Yeah, yeah I try. I try and golf as often as possible. Um, so when I have off days here, um, even some days after training and, you know, when I get home, uh, late in the evenings, I'll, I'll try and sneak out there for a round, but yeah, it's a lot, a lot of time spent on the golf courses or I won a lot of time spent on the golf course. Um, what does, what does golf do for you, Patrick? Just curious. I think it's just a mental break, um, get, get away from the game, get away from, you know, thinking about, you know, pr- the practice I had that day or, um, uh, preparing for the weekend. It's just kind of. Yeah, different different challenge and um something that you know can keep my mind away for from soccer or for you know whatever's going on in my life for four hours and I can enjoy the the beautiful sun and the golf course you know um it it really isn't strange because folks who work in an office for eight or nine hours would love the opportunity to go play a quick nine before they have to be home at night uh you're essentially doing the same thing yep no, yeah. exactly that. I'm curious if uh, your colleague Evan Bush was or is ever involved in any of your golfing. No, he he says he wishes he could. Um, he's got, he's got family that he's got to go take care of. But um, a lot of the young guys are are a lot out there with me a lot. Um, okay, Aiden, Aiden Moore, Sean, Max, Brady. A lot of a lot of us young guys without families definitely get out there. Um, at least once or sometimes more than once a week. That's terrific. Um, so you get the, you get the golf in, you come back with a, a new, probably, I hope a clear head after what has been a long two thirds of the season, plus the league's cup run. Um, 
let's talk about uh, getting back to training. You've got a couple of new faces on the field. I know you've become accustomed to seeing Julian out there and Yevon Shaburko as well, but uh, Diego Rossi is now in Columbus. Has he been at training? And what what can you tell us of his introduction to the team? Yeah, I think for all all three of the guys, um, you know, Shaburko and Julian coming um, right in the mix of League's Cup. Um, It's been tough to kind of get them integrated with our system and how Wilfred and the team want to play. So over the past, you know, I'd say good, these two weeks have been really good for, you know, all three of them and kind of just going back to the basics as Wilfred called it, um, doing what we did in some drills we did in preseason. They kind of get everyone back acclimated to how we play and, um, you know, our formation. And we had a good scrimmage on um, Saturday. Okay. Uh, So it was, you know, with some tactical pieces and, you know, some stoppages from Wilfred and kind of just making sure everyone's on the same page, but, you know, kind of just, you know, get, get a couple minutes under everyone's belt and get used to the formation. And um, yeah, I think, you know, they're getting integrated really well. Um, Diego's Diego's fitting right in. Who among the, uh, the members of the team who've been with the squad since the beginning of the season would best serve as sort of the welcome wagon service for these new players the guy who would walk up with the welcome wagon basket, for example, with the coupons for Columbus based restaurants and, and directions to his favorite hot spots, that kind of thing. Um, I think it's different for, for every guy. Okay. Um, I think, you know, Diego's kind of leaning on um, Cucho a lot. Um, they're kind of, they're forming a really good relationship. Um, Chaba or Chabelko, um, he's kind of, him and Malte um, have mm-hmm. you know, started hanging out. They've been outside the facility a lot. Um, so, I mean, it's it's kind of different for every guy. But I think, you know, in the locker room and, you know, definitely outside, you know, we're all, we're all you know, close. And um, I think a lot of good relationships. And so I think they can come to anybody with anything. Um, but those, I think, are the guys that they're leaning on the most outside the facility. Columbus Crew goalkeeper Patrick Schulte joins us on Inside the Crew. is among the top 10 goalkeepers in the league with saves, with 64. I should note, uh, at least two games short in terms of time for between you and the other eight or nine guys that are ahead of you in that. So uh, you're getting the work done between the pipes. Um, I sort of artificially look at it as two-thirds of the season done, Patrick. Do you guys look at it that way, too? where you've got 11 games left in a 34 game season and you know, there's a very specific work order that you have to sort of check off in these last 11 games. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, we, we knew that the task leading up to the league's cup, there was, you know, you're going to have a break from MLS play. Um, but Wilfred said that, you know, it's kind of now starts playoffs, the playoff push. Um, you know, obviously you want to, you got to make playoffs um, before you make a run in playoffs. So, just kind of leading up to these next 11 games, it's, I wouldn't say it's really a looking at it as a two thirds of the season done. It's more of a 11 games, like 11 game playoff here in the mm-hmm. next couple of games. So, you know, what's happened is behind us. Can't, can't change it. Uh, you know, I can look forward. So I think we're, you know, we're going to have a, a recap of everything that's happened in the past, but, you know, obviously everything to look forward to now. Um, so just excited for the, this 11 game. And the wow. first game, the first game back on the MLS regular season is the Hell is Real Derby, a chance to get back at Cincinnati after a three-two setback at Tequil Stadium back in May. Um, is this is it sort of unfair to come come out of the League's Cup break and and have to 
be ready for this game, or is this the ideal time for a derby like this one? Um, yeah, I I don't really think there's a necessary time or place, um, but I think this is you know it's a good test for us. Um, and, you know they're they've been flying in MLS play, and you know with all the you know the derby the derby and everything you know added to it, it's it's a good challenge for us to you know, start, start this 11 game playoff push, um, off right. And, uh, there would be no better way to do it than beating Cincy and, um, for the fans, for the city, for every, like for ourselves, um, it'd be a step in the right direction for sure. A couple of home games. And then you guys have a three game road stretch and then home and away, home and away and finishing up with Montreal at the end of the regular season. Patrick Schulte joins us on inside the crew returning to work this week steadily for, uh, preparation to return to play with major league soccer and sunday a dozen games on the regular season schedule have you watched much of the league's cup after the uh after your run was done against minnesota yeah um definitely i got a couple couple friends obviously in the league that are still playing so obviously i try and try and watch them as much as possible and you know support them um so so yeah i've i've definitely tuned into um a decent amount of games since we've we got eliminated I don't mind to. I don't mean to put you on the spot, but is the hype among the player circles about Lionel Messi similar to what we're seeing from the fan base, or is it slightly different when you've got guys who are potentially going to compete against him at some point? Uh, I don't. I think everyone's just kind of, you know, he came into the league and he's, you know, doing what he's done to everyone else in the world. Um, he's he's being him, and so yeah. I think everyone's kind of. Like, all right, like just kind of mentally preparing that, you know, we're going to have to face him and kind of just thinking, you know, how, what, how can we be different from these other teams and try and shut them down? Um, but, yeah, I think everyone's kind of excited about, you know, if he's if he continues this, you know, the challenge that lies ahead. Columbus Crew goalkeeper Patrick Schulte joining us on Inside the Crew. I'll get you out of here on this. I don't know when uh, the last time was that you tried out for a team um, but I'm thinking about uh, high school kids who are trying out for teams this week all around Columbus and around the country, really. Um, you have any thoughts or recommendations for players, especially goalkeepers, who are going into this thinking they want to play for a season and represent their school? And there's a lot of stress that's built into that process of showing up and getting the job done. What do you remember about that experience as a as a younger player? And And what would you extend to a player who may be stressing out about what this process is all about? Uh, I mean, looking back, enjoy it. I think enjoying that process is, you know, the the number one overall thing. I think you gotta you gotta love, you know, that process. And it's yes, it's stressful, but if you're not having fun, then you know, it's you're you're not doing something that you you should be doing. I think, you know, obviously, it's it's a sport at the end of the day, and you have to enjoy that sport. Um, and so I I think that's the number one overall thing. But to go off that, I think when you're going into you know tryouts to compete to show your passion um and be a leader i think those three things can really stick out and um even if you're not the most talented but you're showing like your desire of wanting to compete and that you're you're a vocal leader especially as a goalkeeper i think those things can stand out above the skill set um just you know everyone wants somebody on their team that can lead and that's wants to win um if you're you know talented but don't want to win you know, for me, at least it's I don't want that guy on my team because at the end of the day, the job is to win. And 
So right. I think you know, those three, th- four things, have fun, compete, um, show passion and be a leader, I think are four good takeaways going into a tryout. Yeah, I, that makes perfect sense. Patrick, thanks so much for being with us. I really appreciate it. It's great to hear from you and good luck on Sunday and the rest of the way with the Columbus crew. Patrick Schulte, the first-team goalkeeper for the Black and Gold. A reminder that if you're listening to tonight's show in your car or truck, please remember to buckle your safety belt. This message is brought to you by the Ohio Department of Public Safety. If you're not buckled up, what's holding you back? When we come back, we'll talk Crew 2 with Eric Neuenschwander in just a moment on Inside the Crew. A lot has changed in 30 years, but we're still that old shoe that feels worn in and well-loved. And, well, we smell a little, but you've accepted that. The Fan. You're listening to Inside the Crew. Sponsored by Coda, a trusted mobility sponsor of the Columbus Crew. The Fan, Ohio's sports destination. Welcome back to Inside the Crew. The crew in partnership with American Red Cross hosting a blood drive presented by Ohio Health versus FC Cincinnati. To help save lives in Ohio, it'll run through August 25th. You can visit ColumbusCrew.com for more information. Got Hell is Real on Sunday, but you've got Heck is Plausible on Saturday. That's FC Cincinnati 2 versus Crew 2. Historic Crew Stadium, the location. Eric Neuenschwander is with us on the phone. He's part of the Copybara Support Group joining us to uh, hype up the weekend. And a couple of great soccer games, including that one Saturday at Historic Crew Stadium. Eric, thanks so much for being with us on the show. Hey, Chris, thank you so much for being here. It's a truly an honor. Well, it's great to have you. You reached out to me on Twitter the other day and reminded me about the big pig roast this weekend in honor of um, Heck is Plausible. What's going on Saturday before the match between Crew 2 and FC Cincinnati 2 at Historic Crew Stadium? Well, um, the the organization, the front office, has uh, decided to really lean into our Heck is Plausible by having a pig roast out on the main concourse there at Historic Crew Stadium. Um, So for a $15 ticket, you get yourself not only a ticket to the match, but also a uh, pulled pork sandwiches, two sides, and a bottle of water. And uh, I believe I saw on one of the posts that they say some former Cappy uh, Cappy members are going to be out there in attendance as well. So. That's great. And, you know, the heck is plausible line has also reached uh, the national spectrum as well this week on Twitter. Was it uh, Pablo Moreira who latched uh, onto that? Who was it? I saw Tom Bogart. Tom uh, Bogart, yeah. Really, really saw that. And he was like, this is like hilarious. And when he found out that it was also organic coming from the fans, he said this is one of the best things he's, he's seen in a while. It's really awesome. Uh, heck is plausible is the... Um, is the younger brother to Hell is Real, which happens on Sunday, of course, at, at uh, Lower.com Field. But if, you, if you've if you gone to soccer games and you haven't had fun, first of all, both Eric and I feel sorry for you. But I have to tell you that it's genuine on, uh, on uh, any Crew 2 game day because you are shoulder to shoulder with everybody in the stadium. And uh, the, the players are just, it's almost like watching college players in the sense that they're not quite as professionally polished and so I don't mean from a playing standpoint, I mean, simply from their emotional reaction standpoint to the way you guys behave, they yeah. love the support you bring every game day. 
it's it's so much fun and it, and it feels like we get a little bit closer to the team like one of the great things if if you've got kids bring them out to a crew two game because the um uh, at the end of every single game the team will come by and high five the entire stand starting all the way down to the nordic going all the way down the the east end um giving high fives out to everybody so we feel a little bit closer um to these players and the great thing is is that these are the future starters for the columbus crew i mean patrick schulte was our mls next pro all-star um, best 11 keeper last year and now obviously we were seeing him play for the first team Mo Farsi has a ton of minutes this year all these great players that we got to know and love for an entire year last year and so we've got a bunch of guys Noah Fusan, Coleman Gannon, um, Abdi Muhammad. I mean Taha Habrun is going to be playing in the U17 World Cup here for the United States we've got amazing talent here at the academy level and at the crew two level that people just need to know about and 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 get to fall in love with before then they finally put on the senior team shirt. Eric Neuenschwander joins us on Inside the Crew. He's a part of the Capybara supporters group that uh, takes care of Crew 2 each and every game day at Historic Crew Stadium. This weekend, your chance to be a part of the Pig Roast pregame and then enjoy the matchup between Crew 2 and FC Cincinnati 2. Uh, Taha Habrun had the game-winning goal in his debut against Cincinnati. His debut in MLS Next Pro uh, not too many weeks ago down in Cincinnati, the day after the first team lost to Cincinnati at Tequil Stadium, he sports the Crew 2 jersey for the very first time, steps out on the field, and within three minutes had the game winner. I was there. It was wonderful. Um, it was, uh, as I said, it's, it's, it's so great to see all of these young players um, working this way. I mean, we just had two Crew Academy kids win the U15 CONCACAF championship for the U.S. Um, here this last week. So it, as I said, it's, it's a great thing that we get to see all of these amazing young players where they get to have all of this fun out there on the field. And as I said, you get to see some real, real incredible talent. Eric Neuenschwander joining us on Inside the Crew. Do you get the, the feeling that you guys are a part of the recruiting process when it comes time for Corey Ray, the general manager of Crew 2, to sign new players? And uh, he's able to whip out a reel of all the stuff that you guys have done for Crew 2? Uh, if we've if we've helped out Corey Ray in any way, shape, or form, I'm uh, I would say that we've done a, a a great job with it. I mean, we've gotten to do a lot of fun things. We had a t- a full tifo for the MLS Next Pro Final last year that we were really excited about, um, and uh, we're planning on having a bunch of two sticks out there ready to go for um, uh, this uh, Saturday's Heckins Plausible matchup. That's five o'clock for the pig roast at Historic Crew Stadium, and you can buy your tickets at the gate. Am I correct about that? Uh, I, you can buy them online, I know of, um, okay. and uh, and even at that point, if they want to reach out to the Cappy Brava on Twitter, we've got some stockpile of some extra tickets that we're looking to give away, and every crew season ticket member can go online and claim free tickets. So if you are a season ticket member of the first team, you can get, I believe, up to eight free tickets for this matchup. It doesn't include the pig roast, but you can go there because, as I said, we just want to see Historic Crew Stadium packed out because if you've never seen a game at Historic Crew Stadium, it's something to behold. I I agree with you, man. Uh, Eric Neuschwater, thanks so much for being with us. Great to have you on the show. We'll look forward to a visit to Historic Crew Stadium on Saturday night. Crew 2 versus FC Cincinnati 2, and then the first teams go at it on Sunday at lower.com field. Big Soccer Weekend, we've got you covered here. In fact, when we come back, we'll talk soccer both from a national perspective as well as get Andrew Wiebe's take on the addition of Diego Rossi to the Columbus Crew roster. That's all on the way as we continue on Inside the Crew. We are your radio home for the Buckeyes, Browns, and all the NFL games you can handle. We may have a bit of a football problem. Oh, yeah. The fan, Ohio sports destination. 
to Inside the Crew. Sponsored by Coda, a trusted mobility sponsor of the Columbus Crew. Your flagship home for crew soccer, the fan. And welcome back to Inside the Crew. Hell is real Sunday night, pregame show 7 o'clock, 7.39, the kickoff live from Lower.com Field. We'll have it all for you here on 97 won the fan. Well, a guy who's had his finger on the pulse of the league for many years as a writer, as a broadcaster, and now as a part of the MLS season pass with Apple Television, Andrew Wiebe joins us. Andrew, thanks for being on the show tonight. How's the Apple experience been for you so far this season? Absolute delight, Chris. It's one of those things that for those of us that have obsessed, have cared about, have been locked into Major League Soccer for, you know, depending on your your time, decades or years or months or weeks or whatever, uh, we've dreamt about this level of coverage, um, the depth, the quality, the attention to detail. I've dreamed about it. I wanted to watch it when I was a fan. And now I'm behind the scenes and in front of the camera. And I I can't believe sometimes that I'm here. Um, But I know one thing, and that is that this is just the beginning. And as excited I am as about the product now, it is only going to get better for MLS fans, not just in the US and Canada, but across the world. And that's something to be super excited about. So as I think about how things have gone, what the experience has been like, I always go back to sort of my goal in this game, professionally and personally, and that's to put down some building blocks. And we're putting down building blocks that people in future generations and future years will look back on and say, hey, that got us here. That helped build the game, the culture that we all love. This is bigger. It's better. It's more exciting than it was before. And um, I'm just delighted to be a part of it. I have to say that I have been very surprised that Apple TV has served as a tremendous platform and perhaps has brought new people to the league rather than the traditional over-the-air coverage that we had become accustomed to with the old packages. Do you have a sense for that? I mean, I have a sense that Apple is ubiquitous, right? And we all feel that in our own lives. And this ecosystem that just sort of naturally exists if you're an Apple user or for many if you're not. I think the big thing for me with the switch to Apple TV is the ease of consumption. Even for someone like me who was just obsessed before I worked for the league and was desperate to find content, to find games, to watch games, to consume, it was always a hodgepodge. It was a a puzzle that you had to put together sometimes on the fly and you were searching for information or, or listings or, okay, where are they playing this game? What time is this game? You know, are there things that as a consumer that I would I would love? Like, I would love to have games four days a week, but that's just because I'm a sicko. Right. I want to spend my nights watching those games, but I completely understand the people uh, both in the stadiums who are saying, hey, it's awesome to know that at 7.30 p.m. Eastern time or whatever it is in your own market, I go to the stadium or who are watching at home and saying, I build my Saturday nights around, you know, Season Pass and Apple TV and MLS 360 and the wrap-up show at the end of it. I have this cadence that I understand like, I think that is, apart from the obvious things like picture quality, pregame, postgame, MLS 360, all these improved offerings, I think the predictability and the ease is really what, like, lands with me. I, I'm, you know, at Cape Cod this weekend with my family, or I guess it was last weekend, and my kids go to bed, and my wife and I are, are sitting in the cabin, and normally, I, how would I watch? I didn't have my computer or I had brought along XYZ, no, I probably right. wouldn't be able to. I'd probably just write it off. But Messi's playing. Right. I have my iPhone. I have a Wi-Fi connection. I sit in the bed in Cape Cod in the middle of nowhere and watch Lionel Messi. And those are the moments or, you know, sometimes sneakily under the table at a dinner 
Or I've, you know, I don't know if you just saw some guy was at a concert in New York City, huge concert, and he's watching Messi on his iPhone while he's at the con. I mean, these are the sort of moments that I think right now seem novel, but we'll take for granted soon. And the more you can get to people where they are, the better. Uh, and hey, it helps have Lionel Messi as well, right? Right, exactly. By the way, Brad Feldman is on line one. He's uh, concerned that you overlooked him as a New England Revs television announcer for many years. And you could have no, watched him on Kick. No, as, <laughs> as the, uh, you know, like I should have reached out to Brad for recommendations, but I had Charlie Davies, Brad. So just there know that go. I was reaching out to your partner uh, in crime uh, to get my to get my recs. So uh, shout out to Brad, one of the legends. How long have you worked for the league? Because we've heard you on Sirius XM. We've heard we've we've read your work on MLSsoccer.com. How long have you been with the with the league? So my first uh, let's see. I was my first year was the year they rebranded MLSsoccer.com from MLSnet. So if people are connecting with that reference, they've been around for a long time. And that was, I want to say, ahead of the 2010 season. So I was a freelance writer, reporter for what was then Kansas City Wizards turned into Sporting Kansas City while I was there, which was a tremendous opportunity for two years. I was 25. I was single. I wanted to work in soccer. It was a side hustle for me. And I was just grinding, and I got the call from Greg Lawless, shout out to him, uh, now at USL Championship, to come in and work in New York. It was a no-brainer. So I was the lowest editor on the totem pole for a while and, uh, you know, just was in the right place at the right time, kept getting opportunities, took over properties from legends of the game, like, you know, instant replay from Simon Borg and extra time from Nick Fershaw. And, you know, the, the league grew, and I grew with it, and I am uh, tremendously fortunate to be what I would call uh, an MLS homegrown in a professional sense. You know, this was what I wanted to do. It's what I dreamed about in college. I had professors tell me, you'll never do it in soccer. You know, go work for Major League Baseball. Go try to cover right, right. college sports. You know, go do something that's proven. And yeah. I just, I couldn't, I didn't, I couldn't hear them. I didn't want to hear them. And here we are, I guess now, 13, 14 years later. Yep. Nice. Andrew Weeby joins us on Inside the Crew television analyst for MLS season pass on Apple TV and a television host as well. Uh, let's talk about League's Cup, the semifinals underway. Any surprise Philadelphia and Miami are battling it out in Chester? No surprise for Philly, right? Jim Curtin said before the tournament started that this was a tournament they could win. And for the Union, given their heartbreak of recent seasons and sort of the snakebick nature that they've approached uh, tournament play, any tournament they can win with the talent and the window that they have, they have to go for it, and they have. They've been able to play at home the entire way through. What a massive advantage that has been for them. What an earned advantage that Agreed. is for them as well. You know, you don't get that given to you. You have to earn it. Inter-Miami, on the flip side, have gotten a little bit fortunate. Um, you know, just the way the, the bracket set up with the matchups, with the ability to play at home because of teams losing that had better seeding than they did, and uh, just by, by, by the draw. But, you know, at the same time, when you sign Lionel Messi and you do so after a many, many year courtship process and you go through the hoops that you had to do to, to get it done and, and you build a roster that can accommodate him and Sergio Busquets and U22 signings that are now coming in and Jordi Alba and all the work that it's taken to go from the worst team in the Eastern Conference and wait patiently as that was manifesting itself into this juggernaut, that's earned too, just in a different way. They haven't yet gotten their rewards in terms of a trophy. I mean, to be fair, same as the Union. Uh, but I'm not surprised that they're here. I remember when Messi signed and, you know, not to throw Sasha under the bus or Taylor Twelman, but there was a, a split sort of in the Apple ecosystem of, of people that were saying, hey, 
no way. Even with Lionel Messi, Inter-Miami cannot make the playoffs. The gap is just too big. Yeah. And I remember at the time thinking, man, I personally cannot bring myself to say out loud or to even think in an assured way that Inter-Miami can't do anything with Lionel Messi. I think they can do anything that they want as long as Messi is healthy and motivated. And oh my gosh, is he healthy and motivated and happy and yep. joyful. They've and got 12 games. Yeah, you can see it. They've got 12 games left. They've got 30, what is that, 36 uh, points on the table. They've got 18. That'll get them to 54, I think, on any given year. That gets you into the playoffs, but you've got to win every game. So we'll see what happens. Monterey and Nashville, the other semifinal. Good to see a Mexican side in the semifinals. But they go up against Nashville in Nashville, another tough place to play. Monterey is a juggernaut, and we've seen that in this tournament. There's a clear gap in Liga Mekis between Monterey, Tigres, Club America, and everybody else. Yep. And Monterey right now, given the spending power that they have, I mean, they just signed Tecatito after signing Sergio Canales, let alone the depth of quality that they already had in a roster that you know finished atop the Clausura easily. It's no surprise that they're here, and it's a good thing, as you said, that they are. We need that dichotomy. This tournament is about MLS and Liga MX meeting head-to-head. To not have a Liga MX team in this stage would have been an absolute travesty. Nashville have their hands full. I would be shocked to see Monterey lose at this stage after everything that they've been through with the level of talent that they have and the tournament experience that they have. Remember, this is a mini-time CONCACAF Champions League champion twice in the last five years. But give credit to Nashville. You know, if we're passing out flowers... We've asked about a number nine uh, of the designated player variety, a game changer, for years now. And Sam Sturridge looks like that guy. I think Monterey will win this game. Would I be shocked if Nashville did? No. Their style of play is pretty conducive to to limiting the opportunities that the, the Rayados will have. But my prediction is going to be a Philly-Monterey uh, final. And that'll leave hearts broken in Miami, but a big job on the other side and a big opportunity for Philly in a final once again. Host and analyst for MLS Season Pass on Apple TV, Andrew Wiebe joins us on Inside the Crew. Last question has to do with the return to play. 12 MLS games, there were 13, but of course Miami gets the bump because they're going to a at least a third and fourth place game on Saturday afternoon. So you've got the 12 MLS games. The one we're focused on, as you would guess, Andrew, is Cincinnati coming to Columbus in the second edition of Hell is Real in 2023. An opportunity for Columbus to get back at a loss against Cincinnati earlier in the season, this time without Lucas Elorion, but with Diego Rossi. What are your thoughts on that? I thought the move was the right move at the right time for both parties. Lucas Elorion is 31. His contract's coming up in a year and a half or so. If you were the crew, do you re-sign Lucas Elorion at the numbers that he is going to want? I'm not sure about that, given the project Wilfred Nancy is trying to put in place. Diego Rossi is a proven product in MLS. He does something that Lucas Elorion does not do, and that is that he works off the ball. He has pace to stretch the field. To me, this was a great move for the crew. They recoup their transfer fee. They get a younger player that can plug right in and keep this group moving forward. And Zellerion gets something extremely important as well, which is you know long-term stability uh, for his family, both in his playing career and after that. So I thought that was handled absolutely brilliantly. And this Wilfred Nancy project, in my opinion, is poised to take off even further. If I was a crew fan right now, I would be imagining a golden age upcoming. I like the way that sounds. Andrew Wiebe, thank you so much for being a part of the show tonight. Good luck the rest of the way with Apple Television. On the way, we'll talk to Andre Zamet of Typico Sportsbook as we continue tonight on Inside the Crew. We have so many local shows, I can't fit them in a 10-second promo. 
So let's just say we're live and local all damn day. The Fan. You're listening to Inside the Crew. Sponsored by Coda, a trusted mobility sponsor of the Columbus Crew. The Fan, Ohio sports destination. Welcome back to Inside the Crew. At Wendy's, we're focused on what matters. That's why we've made our hamburgers square. When you want the best hamburger, square's the beef. Well, soccer in North America is certainly booming with Major League Soccer, adding a 30th team in San Diego soon. And then, of course, we've got several large tournaments over the next couple of summers leading up to the 2026 World Cup hosted by Canada, Mexico, and the United States. And no guy knows it better and the growth of the sport in this country than Andre Zamet, the vice president of Sportsbook at Tipico. Andre, thanks for being on the show tonight. You uh, guys have been a proud sponsor of the Black and Gold for the last year and a half, and you have got to be thrilled with the growth of the sport and the interest in the sport in America since you've arrived here. Yes, thanks for inviting me. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm a soccer diehard at heart, you know, so for me, soccer is... Uh, you know, family first, soccer second, you know, um, for Tipico today, it's been amazing. You know, obviously the partnership we have with the crew um, uh, plays its bigger part, you know, um, coming from a pedigree of the German operation where obviously soccer for us is our bread and butter in the US. Um, it's still moving towards there. You know, it, we know that it's never going to surpass the uh, main US sports, you know, but the traction we have seen, especially in Ohio in this first eight months, has been incredible. You know, um, U.S. users are embracing soccer and soccer betting. Andre, I was intrigued last year. Typico Sportsbook jumped on the sponsorship for the Columbus crew, even in a year where sports betting was not legal in Ohio. Why did the company jump so early on the Columbus crew? So the way Ohio operates was that you could partner with a sports entity as well to gain license, you know, um, so that was the avenue that Tipico opted for. And again, it was great for us, um, but also great for the crew because we are a community first um, operator, you know, so for us, it's not solely about um, gaining the market access, you know, but we want to be a great partner for the crew. And what a great eight months has been for both parties, you know, so it naturally happened that um, it's a great partnership for both ed- for both parties. Yes. Um, interested in the app because I feel like that's where a lot of the business comes from. Uh, people put this app on their phone. They're in the middle of the game. What, what are some of the most common, what's the most common process for someone using your app? Is it pregame? Is it in game? How does that work? So, yeah, so it, it's a mix of both pregame and game and, and in play. Um, the difference is that even from month to month, you know, despite that the Ohio market has only been like a couple of months going, we're seeing more traction in in play, you know, because in play is, is a bit more exciting. You know, even let's say you're seeing the crew game, you know, where, um, you know, Cucho has a couple of um, goal opportunities, you know, and you want to jump on it. Oh, he's going to next score next for the crew, you know, or you see an open game, you know, where maybe there's a bit more corners um, because you could also bet on corners. You might just say, oh, yeah, I think it's going to be more than 11 corners in this game. So it gives you a bit more interest in not just the final score, but there are so many things you could place the bets on. So life is definitely increasing in um, traction, not just in Ohio, but also in the other states we operate in. Andre Zamet is the vice president of Sportsbook at Tipico. He's a part of a company that's been around since 2004. As he mentioned earlier, their roots are with the Bundesliga. And so they've known soccer for a long time. 
Whereas I feel like, and I could be wrong, I don't have any sports betting apps and I don't bet on sports, but I feel like you guys are ingrained in the sport, maybe a little more than some of the other competitors that are out there. Yeah, uh, yeah, our pedigree in Germany, you know, as you said, comes from sports, you know, so soccer being the the main market for us, you know, and um, we always want to partner with the best, you know. So um, in Germany, we partner with Bayern Munich and also we're partners with the... Um, German association as well, you know, and in the US, we really believe, you know, that the crew is set up for greatness in the next couple of years, you know, so as I said earlier, it's like a great partnership for both ends, you know, so yeah, we believe that um, the crew will be one of the main players in the years to come, so partner with the best. Andre, as you take a look at these in-game bets that you referenced just a moment ago, are those popular in soccer because the scoreline sometimes is hard to predict? Yes, uh, you are you are spot on with that, you know. Um, but at the same time as well is, um, I think they give a different angle, a different perspective to the sports when it comes to sports betting. You know, the other US main sports, you know, take let's say the NBA and the NFL, they're high scoring, you know. So people do see, you know, whatever, a field goal score or a three-pointer more regularly than a goal being scored in soccer. So these markets, like which player will be scoring next or, you know, the number of corners or the number of yellow cards that will be awarded, you know, and also in the very months to come as well, we're going to be introducing as well some more micro markets for soccer, which be, again, let's say, for example, how many shots on target will Cucho have, you know, those kind of markets as well, you know. So it makes the sport more exciting when it comes to live betting when we talk about the introduction of a player like Lionel messi how does that change the landscape of sports betting for tipico unbelievable i mean like he's been such a great influence on the sport in general but also from a sports betting perspective you know um he's been here now for a couple of weeks but we've already seen the traction, for example, on the Inter-Miami games um, generating more handle than they did previously. You know, we try and offer a lot more specials, which are, you know, around Messi, you know, Messi to score an Inter-Miami to win or Messi to get a brace or those kind of bets, you know, which customers are taking um, very well to them, you know. So someone like him and others to follow will only make the MLS stronger. And as we take a look at, uh, well, we've got Leagues Cup with semifinals tonight. When we talk about big tournaments, does that generate a lot of traffic for Tipico as well? Yes. So, for example, um, last year, the um, Men's World Cup, that was record-breaking for us. Um, Handle, also, you know, activity, number of bets being placed. Um, we're seeing similar traction now for the Women's World Cup as well, um, not to the same length um, extent that we did in November in Qatar. But yes, these competitions, they do bring um, a higher volume of players playing on those events. Andre Samet joins us of uh, Typico Sportsbook, Vice President of Sportsbook. Aside from betting online, are there options to work with Typico in a live sense, for example, at a live sportsbook or perhaps even uh, in a way that I'm not even thinking about? Sure. So in the U.S. today, um, we're working on uh, having a retail presence in Ohio, but we're not there yet. But again, coming from the German background, um, the German operation is approximately 50% retail, 50% online, you know, and we have 
1200 shops in Germany, you know, so that's our presence in Germany. Um, but again, jumping back to Ohio, it's something that we're actively looking to see to have um, retail presence in Ohio. Are the legal ramifications, or I should say guidelines in America, does it make it that much more challenging for you? For example, I mean, up for a period of time, you couldn't have a casino unless it was on a body of water. Uh, so you can't have a sports book and that, you know, you have to work through all of that. And that takes years in a state legislature to kind of break through, doesn't it? It does. It does. But at the end of the day, you know, um, the legislators make the law. We abide by the law. So if it takes longer, as long as we're compliant, that's all that matters. Andre Samet joins us uh, on Inside the Crew, vice president of Sportsbook at Tipico, a longtime sponsor of the Columbus Crew, and um, happy to talk to him about his product. Um, for folks who are new to the game, what would you advise when it comes to, and I'm talking about the sports gambling game, what would you advise as early steps for them? Yeah, so step one is don't, don't stake, don't bet more than you can afford. That's always the first thing, you know, the um, sports betting should be fun. It should be an entertaining product. So that would always be my first advice. Secondly is don't be scared to try different things, you know. So for example, in the US, you know, SGP, same game parlay has taken, you know, the market by storm, you know, and again, talking about the crew, you could, you could very easily make the game a bit more attractive, you know, placing whatever, a bet on X player to score over 10 and a half corners, over three and a half yellow cards. Um, the first goal to be scored in the first half, there's endless opportunities for you to make the game more attractive. Do you find that a lot of folks, and I, I'm guessing that from a technology standpoint, this can be tracked. Do a lot of folks participate in that in-game betting while they're in the stadium? Or do you find that there are a lot of folks sitting on their couches at home either listening to the radio or watching in the game on TV and participating in in-game betting. Yeah, it's it's more the latter that it's, um, uh, you know, at home following the games, you know, or following multiple games at the same time. You know, um, that's the fun bit of sports betting that you don't have to lock yourself to one event, but you have multiple sports happening in the same time and multiple events that you could have interest in all of them. And, um, you know, these days with so much, in-play data available as well is that you don't really have to watch the game because there's information being brought on on what's happening in the game which could help you out in making your bet and what selections you, you go with outstanding outstanding hey andrew zamet thank you so much for being a part of the show vice president of sportsbook at tipico and my thanks to jack kennedy for arranging that interview our thanks as well to kirk reynolds of mls communications and Eunice kim of columbus crew communications this has been Inside the Crew, brought to you by our friends at Tipico Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the Black and Gold, and by Ohio Cat, the official construction equipment provider of the Columbus Crew. Our pregame show begins Sunday night, 7 o'clock. The kickoff, 739. Hell is Real, part two for 2023, as the Black and Gold play host to FC Cincinnati. This is Inside the Crew.